The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to Lord. Jesus said to his disciples, The kingdom of heaven is like a treasure buried in a field, which a person finds and hides again, and out of joy goes and sells all that he has and buys that field. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant searching for fine pearls. When he finds a pearl of great price, he goes and sells all that he has and buys it. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. The kingdom of heaven is like a treasure that is buried in a field and a person finds it and then says to himself, I'm going to buy this field. So I'm going to bury it again so that nobody else finds it. And then I'm going to go and sell everything I have and buy that field. So in our modern day terms, it's worth selling out for. It's worth sacrificing whatever it takes to possess that gift, that treasure. So God is giving us this treasure. He's giving us this great gift of salvation, of eternal life. He's giving us really the gift of friendship with himself. We are called to communion with him. I've been studying theology of the body these last, what, eight days now or so, and Christopher West likes to remind people over and over again that the purpose and the meaning of life is literally stamped in our bodies as male and female. We are called to communion, not just with each other, but with God. And that God himself is literally a communion of persons. And he has taken the initiative to make us his sons and daughters, to bring us into that communion, that family, to experience for ourselves the love that they share with each other. How about that? God is life-giving. God is life-giving. And it's not a sad life. It's not a boring life. It's not a solitary life by any means. It's a life of communion. It's a life of joy. That's, all, that's our ultimate destiny. And he knows that we live in this valley of tears, so we all struggle to experience that. We all have to wrestle with our own fallen nature. We can't forget about that. We have to wrestle with everyone else's fallen nature and the world itself, which tends to distract us from seeking our true happiness in God. So everything around us is really meant to remind us and to point us to God. But God doesn't want us to get stuck, so to speak, in the things of this world, but rather allow them to lift us up to him. And today we honor in this mass, it's funny to say that, but this votive mass is in honor of the Holy Eucharist, which of course the Mass is all about the Holy Eucharist. 
it's good to remember that the word Eucharist means to give thanks. So we are, we are offering this sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving to the Father through the Son in the Spirit. So this very liturgy, this very prayer that we engage in all the time is directed to the Father through the Son in the Spirit. We're not always conscious of that, but that's what we're doing. That's what the Eucharist enables us to do. And so we thank God today for this life-giving gift of the Eucharist, the source and summit of our Christian lives. Because we can't give what we don't have, right? We can't expect to just live like Jesus if Jesus himself didn't give us the power to do that, the grace. So through the Eucharist, we receive the grace, God's power and presence to live like Jesus, to be transformed. So our transformation is not something that happens when we get to heaven. At least that's not the, that's not what Jesus had in mind. It's not what God had in mind when he instituted the Eucharist. What he had in mind is that our transformation would start here and now through this sacrament, through all the sacraments. That our friendship with him would take on this great intimacy even here and now so we don't have to wait to get to heaven to experience heaven, so to speak. God wants us to have a taste of heaven here and now. Again, especially through this gift of the Eucharist. But we get other tastes of heaven through our friendships with one another, in family, and even in nature, in your cup of coffee, whatever it may be, that speaks to you of God's goodness, truth, and beauty. So we thank God today for the gift of himself, the bridegroom offering himself to us, his bride, to give us life and to unite us with himself, to bring us into the presence of the Father in the Spirit. And it's there that we are refreshed. It's there that we're fed. It's there that we are transformed. It's there that we are affirmed and blessed and healed and forgiven and encouraged. It's there where we're meant to feel at home, really. It's there where we're meant to feel at home. And then God says, okay, now you go out after this little taste of heaven here and you share that. You spread that as best you can according to the gifts that I've given you. So we'll entrust the rest of this Holy Mass to Mother Mary. And we'll ask her today to help us receive Jesus in the Eucharist the way that she did during the years after Jesus ascended into heaven. It's always good to remember that Mary herself attended Mass and received Holy Communion at the hands of John, for sure, 
and Peter, I'm sure. And so you can just imagine with what devotion and, and love Mary received that gift of the Eucharist. For her, it would have been like another Annunciation, another Bethlehem. So Mary, please help us to receive Jesus today the way that you did during the years of your solitude after Jesus ascended into heaven.